0: All right, everybody, welcome to the 2022 Roundup Swapcast. I'm today's host, Drew, from your Missing the Point podcast. Today, I'm joined by Moral Bob of the Hidden Plate podcast, and John from the brand new Spanking You podcast, not yet hot off the presses. It's on its way for 2023 from Own to Awakened. Welcome, gentlemen. What's,
1: What's up, dude? You? Yeah, John needs to get off his fucking ass and get that goddamn podcast started. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Can't have a, too
1: many freaking podcasts out there.
2: I don't know. I've listened to some where I'm like, there might be too many now.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lid for every pot when it comes to podcasts, like, right? <laughs> like everything that gets watered down.
0: Yeah, but it's quality I have a quantity
1: there, right? Man. True story. Well, it's a, what is it? Uh there's a there's a show that we used to watch called The Good Place. And uh, Ted Danson's like one of the lead characters and his character says he's, he's like this uh, architect for the afterlife. And he's like, there's something so human about frozen yogurt. You just ruin there's What's he say? Cause he's setting up frozen yogurt and he's like, there's something so human about ruining something just a little bit. So you can have more of it. <laughs> yeah accurate <laughs> like we we as humans we like to ruin shit but just a little bit yeah i can make it better
3: yeah
2: i mean so i have the things i fix slant slanted or <laughs> make, make it <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that's exactly right like yeah let me fix this
0: although it's interesting at the moment you look at like all the big podcasters that came out mid-COVID or a start of COVID, a lot of them are dropping off now. They're just not doing it. So I think that's – we've got to this weird position where the market is saturated and maybe people are just burning
1: out. Yeah, well, frankly
2: – nope. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead, John.
2: Oh, no, I was just going to say either that or it's just nobody can agree on anything, and we've ended up kind of shooting our own – shooting ourselves instead of you know going after something else.
1: Yeah. And, and I think there is just burnout. Like (laughs) I've got some podcasts that are recorded that I need to release. And I just haven't been, I haven't been into sitting in front of my computer and, and fucking with shit. Like I've got so much other stuff going on. I'm just like, you know what? I got a, a chicken coop to build or I have, you know, whatever, any number of things, um, that I'm doing. And I'm just like, ugh. anytime I do get some time, some downtime, and I'm like, I should go record a or or you know release a podcast. I'm like, fuck, I really just don't want to.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, I think it. I think it's that. I think it's a lot too of people are just realizing what they thought was going to do them good has turned into something, you know, that just isn't worth it. At least what they're looking into, like it just doesn't do them any good to look into the stuff they've been looking into because it doesn't benefit right. them in any way.
1: Yeah, which, you know, I, I love doing podcasts, but I'm just, I'm I'm at my little burnout phase. I mean, I went hard for like three years and now I'm just like, okay, I, I like, I'm a little shit's kind of going on in life and I'm just going to pull back a little bit and I'll I'll start slamming shit out beginning of the next year. But I decided to take this holiday off because, you know, why not? It's not like I make money doing podcasts. It costs me right. money to do podcasts. So.
2: No,
0: it's like you guys have got the issue of having houses heated and having running water. That's more
2: of an issue at the moment. Well, yeah. you know, I think, I think that's the thing too is, you know, you start looking into, well, how does believing the CIA killed JFK or the moon landing was fake or whatever? How does that pay my bills? And it right. it, it doesn't. And I no. think people are starting to realize that now.
1: <laughs> I think it, it being cold in my studio, being out in the garage, like that's, that's another. It's not just like in my bedroom. It's just not like a <laughs> corner of my room. I can't just be like, Hey, fuck it. I'm just going to go in here for a little bit. So I think that's a determining factor too. Um, And it's just, you know, we've uh, we do get to a place, I think intellectually where it's just like, you know, and I, I, I know as much not to be arrogant about it, but I think we've all at least felt this way one way or another, or currently where it's like, look, i I know as much as I need to, you know, I've kind of figured shit out and what's going on and what they're doing. And I see that know doing more research about stuff really isn't a valuable expenditure of my time, you know, right. like I, the, what's more valuable is, you know, determining what I can grow in this season or the upcoming season. Like how many chickens do I want to hatch in the spring? So I have enough eggs <laughs> that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm focusing on. You know, not, <laughs> not, you know, uh, how old is this brick building and who built it? And, you know, I still find that shit fascinating. Um, I pass through small towns all the time. Well, not all the time. Cause I try not to leave the house, but when <laughs> I do leave, I must travel through small towns to get out of where I am because I'm not near any big towns. And any small town I go to, like my wife and I play a game, it's like, hey, spot the, you know, the little club, whether it's Lions Club, the Freemasons, um, there's uh, Knights of Columbus is real big down here. So, like, we'll go through and we'll see it as crazy enough. So going in, John will know this, Drew, you're, you're not in America, so you don't know this crazy <laughs> fucking shit that goes on here. Um, when you're heading into ba- mostly small towns, there's a big billboard that'll say, welcome to whatever the town. And then it'll have like the local things. It'll have like Lions Club, Rotary Club, Freemason. Yeah. Like, and it'll, it'll have these icons on the sign. Right. Well, we're watching eight crazy nights the other night. And in one of the opening scenes of Eight Crazy Nights, he's coming into town and there's a sign that says, welcome to wherever the fuck he is. And there's a Rotary Club, a Knights of Columbus, and a fucking Freemason sign on that thing (laughs) in in Eight Crazy Nights. And it's just like, Kaylee goes, well, that's an interesting detail to just put in there. Like, Like, why would you put that in there? (laughs) <laughs> <It's> just
0: like <laughs> our, 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 like town signs and entering a town i don't think we need those because australia has the highest density of freemason lodges anywhere in the world do you really does it yeah and my state specifically really? has the most in australia oh, oh holy shit
2: because you, you guys were a bunch of criminals a couple hundred years ago right so they just yeah. kind of all formed there that and the scottish well, right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the uh, the local gun shop owner where i used to live was uh scottish right like I heard him really? talking about it one time. I was overhearing him. I was shopping for a gun, and I heard him talking to somebody. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I'm Scottish, right? I still pay my dues, but I really don't do anything anymore." And I was just like, mm, "That explains it," because <laughs> he's got like multiple gun stores. My wife has rich. a friend. My wife has a friend who he's a mason
2: here, and he keeps she her friend keeps trying to invite me to go on the. It's like the first Tuesday of every month, like it's open yep. to anybody. Who who wants to go? And one of these days, I'm actually going to take them up on that offer just to go see what it's all about, dude.
1: There's a there's a lodge in this little 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 town that I live right outside of. You know, <laughs> one of the four buildings in town is a Mason Lodge, and they have they have meetings every first Tuesday or first Wednesday of the month. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm. I'm in a small town, man. I mean, <laughs> this is this is how you network. This is how you get yeah, stuff is, done. that's what
2: you do. That, and you got to go sit at the diner with all the old guys and solve all the world's problems.
1: Yeah, well, there's, there's a gas station, a liquor store, a hardware store, an antique store, and the Mason Lodge. <laughs> and that's all that's in this town. There's not a light. There's just one stop sign. Dude, that sounds when amazing. Town. Dude, it's so rad it's so rad like and then you pass this little town and you go about 10-15 minutes past that and that's where i live okay is it, is it like
0: all the other small towns around the world where the biggest building in the town is like the post office and it looks like a fortress compared to everything else
1: <laughs> Nah, the post office is like it's super tiny here it's super Probably small. in the back of the general it, going well, it's your, its own freestanding. And- yeah, it's it's its own freestanding store right next to the volunteer fire department. Um, that's the other building. There's a volunteer fire department, but right next to the volunteer fire department is the post office, and it's it's a closet basically. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tiny. Is it owned uh, by one
2: guy like in Roadhouse?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. I I wouldn't mind like that's that's why I need to go check out the lodge. I need to find that one dude that owns all right. of this. Shit. <laughs> be friends with that guy. I'm not trying to be a thirty third degree freaking mason. I just want to be friends with the people that are. Right,
2: <laughs> Drew. I was going to ask you on your Instagram page: Is that a is that your daughter who shot that deer that you say God, you need to do it right? No, that's just an American <laughs>
0: meme. I wish we could have firearms yeah. like that here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that shit's not allowed down there. Nah. God, you no. can't, can't have that. You can have an old, like, freaking black powder musket. Beer. Yeah, beer.
0: God, even our our version of what they paintball guns are restricted. You have to have a license for them. and, and Are you freaking uh, kidding me? Yeah, and gel blasters, which are a step below those, which fire like a little jelly bead things, those are flat out illegal because they look like firearms. Really? Well, oh, that's like airsoft
1: guns here.
2: Yeah, probably. My son just got two of those for Christmas. Those little gel blaster, yeah, gel blaster guns.
1: And they, li- no. they're, they're just illegal. Yeah, illegal because they, they, <laughs> just illegal. they,
0: they represent a threat because they're so realistic <laughs> that they could be used for
1: crimes. Well,
0: that's but, I'm crazy like, every because... gun that's been used for crimes is uh, unregistered firearm anyway. So
1: what's the point? Right. True. Um, but. Uh, Apparently if remember, nobody told the criminal that was un- illegal. <laughs> yeah, god damn it! I was gonna do this, but somebody wrote some words on paper, and now I'm, I can't. Now I can't. <laughs> now I can't. Of Those dish. goddamn words on paper. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but like uh, the idea that things look realistic, and it, you know, the only reason that they make that stuff Ill- illegal is so cops don't kill kids. That's that could be because cops have no restraint. And it's um, I was watching uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies the other night, Die Hard. Um, and in the beginning of Die Hard, when he's talking to when Bruce Willis is talking to the to frickin Uncle Phil or whatever his name is. um, And he's like, why don't why? Why are you pushing paper? You know, why are you sitting at a desk? And he's like, I killed a kid. And he is because he had a freaking toy gun. Like the main cop character in that movie is deemed some hero. And he's a fucking kid killer. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing still on the force? Like, you're still a police officer and you murdered a kid? That's not Weird. that's not okay. I think we need to raise the bar. <laughs> I don't know about
0: you guys, but our state police. In the past, it used to be you had the local station. That's where all the local police would be. Once they left the academy, they'd come back home. They put a big change in that here where none of the local police are actually from this area and they travel up to two hours to do their work. So they can't have any connection to the community. There's, so that there's if someone some that, does shoot a kid, no one can actually hold them accountable.
2: There's some of that here because this is basically like a stepping stone if you want to go to the next police department, like a higher paying one where I'm at. But also in Texas, what do we have like, four different kinds of police officers five different kinds of police officers you got your your local your state your troopers your sheriffs your constables
1: don't forget your isds oh yeah your isd the school districts all have their own police force too you know public school so good that when your kids are high school age we need our own fucking police force like, you're so good at raising kids, you need an entire police force dedicated to where you educate those kids? Like, shouldn't that be fucking telling? Well, those think, watching
2: this, I love the police and I love America. Just, well, uh, I, think the Austra- out there.
0: I think the Australian police have one up on you guys. Ours are so proficient at taking away our freedoms and rights. We only need one of them. You guys need a saturated marketplace of right.
1: police forces, right? Oh, dude, they're everywhere all the time. Uh well we
2: have a we have a lot more guys who peaked in high school
1: probably here than the mid did in Australia. So. Uh yeah, well, you know, they have real men that play rugby in freaking Australia. Good here point. the fucking losers that don't get picked and don't get a scholarship in high school that played football that have a hero complex, they, those are the guys that that go be cops. You know, the right. bench warmers. You or they know. go to
2: the army for four years and then get out and become cops,
1: and then get out and be up.
0: Yeah, yeah. but first they do a tour and get completely mind fucked by what they saw overseas, and they come True back story. and everyone's the
2: enemy, right? Yeah. Which, Although, who knows if they even saw what they think they saw? Maybe they all just got went into some sort of some sort of a brainwashing camp and just were made to believe they saw what they saw. Like they a Manchurian
0: out. candidate, but at a mass yeah. scale, <laughs> wouldn't yes. surprise me. Would not surprise. me. They just me. got
2: shipped to. The desert here in the United States for four years. (laughs)
1: They they thought they're in Afghanistan.
0: They're just in Arizona. They had no idea.
1: (laughs) Yep. That's exactly what it is. Dude, I've had that theory. I've had that theory. Like, how how does the military know where they are? They're in a... When they get, you know, flown over there, they're getting flown over in, like, Hercules or, you know, big military airplanes that don't have windows. And they could... You know, they could easily just fly around in circles and land and be like, "Oh shit, we're Bob, in the thick of it. A, They're shooting at us." It's too like, big of a lie to keep, Bob. It's too yeah. big of a lie.
3: <laughs> too many people would have
2: to be in on it.
1: Too many people wonder, have
2: to be on it. That's right.
1: How many? How many people that like end up bugging out, like Bo Bergdahl, um, that actually just kind of figured it all out and were like trying to bounce, and they. They disappear them or something. Yeah, or, or make them seem, seem crazy.
0: crazy. Well, yep. when in the grand scheme of things, when the Americans are fighting people that they created themselves through the CIA, it's pretty much a setup anyway, isn't it? <laughs> true, true story. The theater of war.
2: I'm going to interject Rossi with by something, and then I'm going to go. The only setup was you sending that gross stuff.
1: Oh, she's real mad about the Vegemite, dude. Oh, it's the best. Come on. It's not gross. He put it
2: on toast. He told me to close my eyes up open my mouth, which is typically a fun game, but this was not fun. <laughs> I thought it was Nutella, and that made it's it not
3: for- it's not Nutella.
0: <laughs> it's I not, not it Nutella.
1: No, it's not.
0: It was
3: chocolate.
1: It's no. It's really
2: salty. It's great.
1: It's great. I yes. It's like it's like dehydrated uh, soy sauce. It's yeah, like if much. you soaked a yeah. multivitamin in soy sauce and then mix it with dog food and pretended it was Nutella.
2: No, mm, yeah, but Minute Works sing about it <laughs> in so their good. song down under. That's right. They sing about no. Right. So it's gotta be
1: Make a Vegemite sandwich.
0: I Did mean, you at least like the caramella koalas, Kylie?
2: I think the kids ate them all. I haven't been able to find
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. They might be hidden.
2: I've been looking. I can't find them. I think Spencer hid them.
1: I think they're that in the kitchen myself. behind the
2: pans. My wife bought me like a four pound bag of Swedish fish and it's been open and it's like halfway gone. I'm like what happened to my Swedish fish? I didn't even open this.
1: That's alright. It's got red 40 in it, man. You don't Swedish want that stuff fish. anyway.
3: <laughs> what is wrong with you people?
1: I love Swedish oh, fish. Fantastic. They just have poison in them.
2: No. Like you drop it in really bad poison. And eat them afterwards.
0: See, I'm just no. picturing a fish and it's talking.
2: going
1: But full of poison.
2: Yeah, but full of
1: poison.
2: I guarantee you red dye 40 is probably not the worst that I eat.
0: It's that's that's not the worst thing you ate, did you say sorry, John? Well, too. Probably. Probably
2: if, if I found out what was it really in what I eat, like that oh, dude, I don't provide that I don't provide was... for myself, I would probably be I mean yeah. I'd probably die just from actually finding out what's actually in there. S- start reading
1: <laughs> labels, man, and it's it's nope. a whole different ballgame. I, you know, I tried man.
2: that. I tried that, it made me upset, so
1: I don't it <laughs> Yeah, it's impossible here. Um, like there was a, there was a video I saw that this chick was like, Hey, if you want to eat healthier, but eat the same stuff, go to the Korean markets. Cause they have basically, you know, a lot of the same stuff <clears throat> and it's all imported from Korea and it doesn't have all the bullshit in it. So you can go to the Korean markets and get a lot of your produce and stuff. And it's, it's produce from Korea. <clears throat> And it doesn't have all the fucking pesticides and nonsense. The same thing here. Like go to the shopping center and there's
0: the green growth section. And there's like all the fresh produce air quotes, fresh produce. And my wife goes, how come the organic stuff is like $5 more expensive. I've gone. Yeah. Because that's the one they don't spray
1: with roundup. Which doesn't make sense. Roundup costs money. Yeah. Growing something organic is cheaper to do. Because you're not spending money on chemicals, all you're doing is watering it and giving it fucking sunlight, um, and maybe some natural, you know, enhancers, some you know activated charcoal, some um, you know some good compost from chicken shit or whatever. It's you know you can feed it that kind of stuff, and you do great. See, level of work you have to put into it. What I understand,
2: yeah. too, is most of that stuff they label organic isn't really even truly not organic. Actually, no, it's not. It's nothing just, is. Unless you grow it yourself. It's just it's a, it's, yeah, you go to a farmer's market <clears throat> and get it. You might get organic, but it's just...
1: It's, it's a little. It's like when it's they, taken
2: care of a little bit better than the non-organic stuff.
1: Right. It's like uh, when they label eggs at the market free range. Right. Well, that's just when they open the doors during feeding time. So what they do is they feed their the birds inside of the warehouse and then they open the doors while they're feeding and they don't leave because all the foods inside that they know. Wow. Of. And so they stay inside and just because they open the doors, they are legally able to call them free range. And then they label their boxes free range and they never go outside.
2: It's kind of like the guys who get one hour a yard time a day in, the, in prison. Right. And they're like, Oh, we get, you know, we're taking care of them. Great. Cause they get one hour the rest of the yeah. time they're in solitary. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's... my my chickens are astral chickens. They're in a little cage, but I teach them to astrally project themselves anywhere in the world, so they're really free. <laughs> right? Do you have yeah. you have chickens, Drew? No, I don't. I've um just got. Do they even allow it? Stuff. <laughs> they do. Um, in town, it's pretty hard, but out in the farm, it's much much easier. Yeah, I'm storing a chicken coop out there at the moment. But that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm toying with the idea of getting um, guinea fowl instead because they actually eat snakes and I really don't like snakes uh, especially when we've got eight of the ten most poisonous ones in the world
1: uh, chickens will fuck up snakes man Yeah, especially. There's, we only saw to... one snake here and it was right when we were moving in a couple months ago um, and I was in the garage and so I had the door open to the garage and the chickens were coming in the garage they love to come in there they know that's where their feet is And they came in the garage and then like a snake started trying to get in the garage too. And these two chickens grabbed it like tug of war and just each of them had one end of the snake (laughs) and they kept snatching it back and forth from each other. And eventually one (laughs) snatched it and just took it down as fast as she could so she didn't have to fight over it. It was gone. It was just gone. It was like, I don't know, 12, maybe eight, eight to 10 inches, something it wasn't huge, but... You know what works it really a, well,
2: too, is if you lay out mothballs. If you lay out mothballs, like, around your coop, or, like, yeah. where you don't want snakes, snakes won't go over mothballs, and chickens don't eat them for whatever reason.
1: Nice. Just put golf balls in your uh, in your nesting
0: boxes. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we do that for monitor lizards here. We get, like, the big goannas, and they tear their way through the, the mesh, and they steal eggs or just eat chickens' hull. Yep. You know, yep. Yeah.
1: Well, here, if you put a golf ball in the... In the nesting box, the snake will eat the golf ball and then die. Yeah, chug, chug a, chug. And then <laughs> a main tree. And then you. And then you can cut the snake open and get your golf ball back.
2: And then throw it on the barbecue pit and have barbecue yep.
1: rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, dude.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, uh, barbecue I, rattlesnake's good. You I, would, rattlesnake? yeah, I would rattlesnake. Yeah,
2: but like, tastes like. Chicken. I found
1: a black widow like. 300 yards from the house and i was thinking about moving <laughs> bob went oh. out to get his
2: shotgun and
1: his away. i was like man that fucking thing is too close to the house man i normally <laughs> with any bugs like that man I'd, I'd normally like be live and let live but a black widow within a half mile of the house mm-mm, i'm about to set this whole place on fire <laughs> jesus so i was up in my roof the
0: other week to fix some lights and there was about 60 redbacks in there oof
2: what are redbacks
0: uh uh, it's like kind of like a black widow poisonous spider in australia has a bit red line down its back
2: y'all get those spiders too that are as big as like dinner plates or bigger that that yeah see that doesn't do it for me like (laughs) i can handle a lot of stuff that are they are they poisonous are they no they're
0: pretty placid you get big huntsmen; they get to be as big as your hand and you can just pick them up and they crawl around
2: all over and stuff Really? Yeah. See, I've done that with tarantulas, but they don't get as big as my hand. They get, I don't know, big as my palm maybe. But Yeah. I don't know. I've seen some of those pictures, the ones that are just absolutely huge. I'm like, no. Not. Well, there's I, uh,
1: hate the poisonous ones. so there's, there's camel really spiders okay. in like uh the Middle East, and but I think they're more related to scorpions, but they they look like spiders, and they're freaking huge, man. They get like. They get gigantic, (laughs) from what I've heard. They're those long skinny ones, six eight inches across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big, and they apparently like uh, I knew people in the military, and they said they would crawl on the inside of their tents and then fall on them in the middle of the night. And if you just wake up, everybody kept their flashlight (laughs) next to their bed because. You just w- you just wake up to hearing somebody go ah, and they're just fucking trying <laughs> to not get bit by this giant spider that fell on them in their sleep. Yeah, it's coming right for
2: us. me of that. <laughs> what was it? Stand by me when they all went through the through the lake or through that little yeah, river got, and got the got leeches. Got leeches all over there.
1: Like no, no thanks, man. Well, we did want to talk about. This wonderful 2022 year that we've had. So, I could sit here and shoot the shit with you guys, fucking talking about nonsense for like (laughs) days, literally days. Um, but as a my wife is probably tapping her shoe because she always tries to put time limits on my shit. Um, let's talk about this fucked up year. Yeah, like let's get started. Like. Everybody thinks that 2020 was bad, and I don't think it's getting. I don't think it's getting any better. Like it seems to have calmed down, but I think it's really not. I think it's like the calm before the storm. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think. so. I Favorite. think people have woken up. Honestly, I think
2: yeah. it's gotten better in some ways. That's probably why more it's people
0: ramped up faster, John.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I th- I think more people have woken up, which is why I think we're not going to be in existence in a couple of years. Cause everything's going to be reset. And they're, you know, the aliens are going to come reset everything and just take everybody out of the, out of the way.
1: I mean, Start at this again. point, who knows? Like,
2: or if it's one great big simulation, they just hit reset on the Sega Genesis and start all over again.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, what my wife gets mad because I, I tell her that I still think there's a percent chance that she's a fed. She's like, I can't <laughs> believe that you would still think that. And I said, babe, I think there's a solid chance that none of this is real. And That's somebody could just say. like somebody could just snatch my VR, VR set off of my head and I could be sitting in a lazy boy and I'd just be like, Oh, all right. That makes sense. Like, like I, at this point in time, anything could be possible. So, but I wanted to go with what was your favorite moment of 2022? Now that can be the good, the bad, or the ugly, just favorite, like most hysterical, most ridiculous, whatever. And we'll go with our. Coastal friend Drew, who is probably somewhere around Hawaii. Um, what's your what's your favorite part, man? <laughs>
0: uh, it's probably a horrible thing long term, but recently we had a police shooting, and I think it's the second big attack on Australian firearms where two police were called out to a, a ranch or a farm, and they were targeted and killed by three people. These three people ended up being an ex school principal who was very respected in his community, did a lot for the Aboriginal students and was well-liked by politicians. He had his second Pfizer shot, had a massive heart attack at school and then lost his job because they tried to push the booster on him. He left his home, wow. went to live with his brother who was a conspiracy theorist and his ex-wife who also lost her job but who was also a teacher. So I find it really hard to believe that these two types of people would make a plan to gun down and kill police Um, I think it's just a big attention seeking thing to make everyone who's anti-vaccine or waking up, like John said, to make us like domestic terrorists and threats. And we saw that in the news in the recent couple of weeks after the shooting, they're hammering down on anti-vaxxers. Police are asking people if you've got family members who are anti-government, anti-vaccine or anti-establishment, we want to know about them. It seems like the Red Scare of like the 1950s and 60s in America, and we just happen to be the, the boogeyman at the moment. That's, I think, the biggest thing of the year because we had a Port Arthur where our guns were essentially taken off. So I think this is the last step to have us completely disarmed.
1: Holy shit, man. Now, I, I think police shootings like that are definitely false flags, but I, I would say that with the shit that's gone on, I would not put it past people to snap and just be like, you know what? Let's fuck this. Let's, like, what? We've lost our jobs. We're hopeless. We're about to be kicked out of our place. Like, fuck it. Let's go out shooting. Like, and let's start with the assholes that made it this way. And that's going to be cops, man. Like, they are well, the enforcer. None of these assholes would have any power if cops decided to say, no, we're not going to enforce your bullshit. So. Well, yeah, that's uh, the other side of things that maybe
0: all these died of suddenly. Like, imagine if you've got a wife of 23 years of age, dropped dead, and you put it down to, yeah, I know it was the vaccine. Are you going to sit around and take that or are people going to start taking things into their own hands? Is that a part of an engineered collapse? Who knows?
1: Right. Well, and and then you you can add in any number of things that'll help make a person go crazy with the chemicals in their food. And, you know, you, if you get them in limited hangouts, like where the FBI likes to hang out, um, then you can start grooming them and, and radicalizing them. And, you know, then you, then you can make these things happen while still being like, we didn't do that. That wasn't us. You know, we didn't, we didn't do any of that. Mm-mm, that wasn't ours. All they have to do is kind of, tie them up with a pretty little bow and send them out there and let them, you know, just get them all riled up. It was known
2: to us. It's fine. He was known to us. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the reasons too, like you, you know, cause who knows what happened in the 1700s, right? Like I wasn't there. You weren't there. I'm relying on somebody who decided to write a book, but you know, we read about these things where, Oh, well, they met in taverns, you know, to figure this out. And you're going to have those people who think that that's a good idea. You know, even here in the States, we had that, I don't know, 10 15 years ago 20 years ago whatever it was where it was like oh we're gonna have kind of the there's a group of senators allegedly who got together and they were going to have basically kind of try to guide themselves like like our founding fathers did and people started kind of really getting on board with that so people started meeting in bars and taverns and whatever else to try to figure out how to get away from what was going on and you know you can easily see how whether it went on or not, it being pushed to be able to be like, yeah, that's what we should do as well. Yeah, we should. And so all of a sudden, you got 100 people getting together, trying to, you know, or three people the room talking about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and all you have to do to, I mean, to create the environment is just create a stressful environment. And then people are already on edge. You know, then it's real easy to just kind of push them over the edge. Like what was that? There was a t. There was a show made about it. Um, there was that girl that got convicted of of like killing her boyfriend when she didn't do it. She just kind of encouraged him to commit suicide. Right. You know that bitch. Yeah. Um, You know it's where she was just kind of setting up everything and then going, "Go ahead, man, do it. Go ahead, do it. You're not gonna do it, you pussy. You're never gonna do it." (laughs) Like you just start fucking with people's heads and then the, you know, people are easily malleable. You know, people are easy, easily persuaded, easily radicalized. You know, if you're not a true free thinker and have control of all your shit and re and, and to a point realize this is all nonsense, all of it, it's all, it's all created. Um, and then, you know, somebody can kind of wind you up. I'm fucking surprised that, um, there actually wasn't more shit going on and maybe there was, and it just wasn't focused on like, I th- there was probably a lot of crazy events that we didn't even hear about, you know, of, of people getting shot or people going crazy. Um, You know, that's, that stuff doesn't fit the narrative. So they leave that out of the, you know, the newspapers and, and, you know, your, your nighttime news, that shit never sees the light of day. Maybe
0: this year was that they gave us a chance to catch our breath and they hit us hard in 23 onwards. That's a feeling I get. Like this year was all about, all right, COVID's essentially gone, air quotes. We can go shopping. We can go on holidays, blah, blah, blah. People are relaxed for a little bit. Is that when you hit them with something?
1: When they're not noticing, when
0: they're not paying attention?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's when you, you get them to be comfortable again. And, you know, and that's, I think that was a lot of the entire COVID hysteria was supposedly, I I think a lot of the stuff they show us is is nonsense um, and fabricated, but there were um, protests all over the world, you know, Hong Kong, there was some in Australia, France with the yellow jackets and all that shit, the Virginia gun riot shit or whatever it was. You know, you had all of these events right before COVID. And I think a big thing was they planned on doing all of that, but they they had to rush it because people were getting restless. You know, people were getting tired of tyranny. And so they just kind of scared everybody back into their cage. It was a big, you know, my first instinct was this is, this was to scare all the prisoners and make them go, Oh shit, we do need government because of this big scary thing that we can't protect ourselves against. Because how would we ever know where it's coming from? Or, you know, who did what? So it got everybody docile again. And so they were able to, and the Republicans were already so weak with, uh, with Donald Trump fucking basically just castrating all of the fucking conservative right. What's anybody going to do? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. So, um Yeah, it's a uh, we'll see. And 2023 is going to be an interesting year. John, what's your what's your favorite moment of 2022? Oh,
2: gosh. Um You know, I I'm not going to say it just cuz you're on here, but I, honestly, I think my favorite moment of 2022 is getting to know you. You know, yeah, it was, it, it kind of, it, you, you know, the whole backstory is longer than probably what this podcast can, can do, but it came at the right time, you know, it, it yep. came at kind of, you know, things, things kind of happen. And, you know, I, I stumbled on you on you because you were on another podcast. I started listening to you and you're like, I'm just outside of Austin. There's nobody here who believes what I am. I was like, screw it. I'll send him an email, see what happens, you know? And it became a a, a real life, Relationship, a real life, you know, friend.
1: Friendship, man. Yeah, yeah, you're my boy, dude. Yeah,
2: yeah. And for so, honestly, for people
1: that are listening, John and I are real world friends, man. Yeah, like, real we, world friends. We we, we hang out so, and shit.
2: Yeah, and so that and that's what it was. It was it was having lunch weekly, you know, and that I've and that helped me get to the point I think to where I realized like it's more about community, whether or not it's somebody who's living down the street from me or somebody who now lives two hours from me or whatever. <laughs> It's about, it's about community more than anything else. You know, it's, it's keep your circle small and, you know, you, you're good at something. I'm good at something. We work on a, on a barter system more than a monetary system. And, you know, so honestly, that's really, you know, that's really what it is, is just kind of what everything that I kind of led to. So yeah, even, even trust even trust me enough to meet your family, which is huge. So yeah man I wouldn't tr- I wouldn't trust me to meet your family <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean we I felt you out for a while we had quite a right. few lunches before I yeah. was like all right yeah, yeah. and I'm still just like just like my wife except you are at a higher percentage um, <laughs> I won't tell you what how what the percentage is but there is still a likelihood that I'd say You're like sixty. No, he's a handle.
0: It's different. It's different. He's a handler. Well, Right, John's, I John's phone number.
1: what, I <laughs> That's what he, he always jokes about that, and I'm like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> here, Bob, speaking well, of this flower.
1: <laughs> well, like hey, fucking um, I John's name in my phone is John the Fed. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and and when we would go have lunch my wife was like who are you having lunch with i'd be like oh, i'm having lunch with the feds that
0: could save your life one day bob like you could get a knock on the door for some guys in black suits and they could confiscate your phone and go oh wait he knows john let's get out and then right. there's just some random john sitting at
1: um quantico going i don't know who he is <laughs> it would be amazing it'd be amazing just happens to have John, same name too. Like the whole thing, where it's just right. Oh shit, he knows, he knows John. All Wrap right, it up. never mind. <laughs> Sorry, we broke down your door.
0: Right later. You nailed it though, before John, where you're talking about it's, it's all about community. Like even being Hawaii adjacent, as we figured out, <laughs> it's all. I've made like like a great connection with people in the community, and they're all over the world yeah. at this point. Like. I've got more in common with people overseas than I do in my own country. It's absolutely
1: nuts. Yep. Dude, it's been rad, the connection. That's, that's probably up there in the top of what one of my favorite things of just the entire past fucking insane two or three years um, is getting to know people. I mean, I can, I can put something out as a feeler online and I can find out what's going on in different corners of the world all all simultaneously like and almost instantly and uh that's been rad you know with with as much as i look at sky like being able to have people in the uk and australia and you know the northern pacific area here all going oh well this is what's going on here i'm like man so that and the personal connection because you know drew even though we have never met in person I consider you a friend. You, I mean, you're a good friend. You hang out. You and my wife have a podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and shit, that's probably one of my favorite parts of this year is just that uh, my wife getting involved. You know, because she's, she's super intelligent about a ton of shit. So I think she's an untapped resource in this community. So.
0: Yeah, man, she's got it going on.
1: She's yeah. she's
0: definitely one of those dark horses that I think people expected, and she's going to make waves. I think,
2: which is great. I hope so. Yeah, well, it's man. When the I mean, FBI feeds are what to say. <laughs> <laughs> They're in her ear, right? Like, tell Bob, tell you know. Bob, we think
1: the world's flat too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was way too easy to get her on board with it like i was really like worried about telling her about it when i when i figured it all out it's like fuck how is she gonna respond and, but it was a big enough thing where i was like you know what fuck it if she's gonna be the kind of person to go that goes crazy on me then i don't, don't want to fucking she doesn't have to be agree with me but like just don't be nuts about it and we right. can have a conversation uh but she was just like all right and i kind of gave her some evidence and she you know we observed things together and she was like Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Sweet. Anti vax and can see that the fucking earth is flat. Sweet. And
2: likes me? Oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I must be blind. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's hot and blind. Great for me.
2: <laughs> I don't see, know. You're redheaded and blue eyed. You're like, you're a rare breed, my friend
1: yeah but i look homeless most of the time (laughs) this is me cleaned up man i left the house so i had to clean up (laughs) it's 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 crazy out here man i don't worry about anything my wife's gonna love me no matter what so i'm just like fuck it except i cut my beard and i shouldn't have done that but now i'm I told her, I said, I'm never going to do that again. So it's just going to get all fucking super homeless person because it comes in all Joe Dirt style and patchy. So well, that's the,
2: that's the way I am. I don't know if you can see it, but like my shirt's turned inside out right now because that's why I picked it up off the floor. And my wife was like, you went to the beach store looking like that, or you went to, you went to Walmart like that. I'm like, well, that's just how I picked it up. I really, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I got nobody to right. impress.
1: See, Dude, I went to. I went to Walmart in some shithole place. It may have been around here. And I went in my normal, I looked like the crazy guy that hasn't stepped into society in the past six months. Like just fucking looking all crazy with like sweatpants right. and freaking duck boots on. Um, <laughs> and I got out of there and I told my wife, I said, you know what? Still the best dressed person there. <laughs> like, oddly i was still the best dressed person there
0: so i mean when, uh, you, when you're a little bit disheveled people don't fuck with you when you're out shopping so that's fine whereas every time i go out i've always got those hawkers and people that go oh would you like to donate to this charity and my quick out is i pretend i'm deaf and i start signing at them and they go oh okay off
2: you <laughs> go all right <laughs> uh, still one of the funniest episodes i've ever heard was when you're talking about that guy signing at the whatever And Nelson life.
1: Mandela's funeral. Gosh, yeah. I've never
2: laughed so hard. That's how I've you know so the, Mandela the Mandela effect is size.
1: real because Nelson Mandela died in prison and that right. funeral was a complete fucking farce all the way to the fucking <laughs> sign language interpreter. Then <laughs> you guys start talking about him like stuttering or whatever.
2: I'm like, "Oh my goodness." Oh gosh.
1: And Daniel Tosh, <laughs> I mean not Daniel Tosh, uh Dave Smith has a hilarious bit about it on uh, his uh, his special Veritas. It's fucking hilarious. That's like, funny. he always told his dad that he was going to be a fake sign language interpreter and his dad never <laughs> believed him. And then one day his dad was sitting on the couch watching Nelson Mandela's funeral and going with a tear in his eye going, holy shit, my son made it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's funny.
0: Uh John, help the listeners out. What are your plans for the new year, man? Starting your podcast? What's it about? Oh, What's it gonna yeah, make?
2: Starting the podcast? Um, really it's just kind of so I have no problem with talking about things like, you know, JFK's assassination or the moon landing, or you know, all these other things that are out there. But it's more of what is it what is how does it help you? Like what does it help you understand? You know, if it helps you understand that the government lies to you and that there's other things out there great but where does that lead because your truth shouldn't stop there sort of thing you know and so it should be you know understanding like there's what really what i want more than anything else is understanding that big pharma and you know your local grocery store is not where you need to be kind of thing you know grow your own stuff learn how to gut a deer learn how to process your own meat You know, all that kind of all that kind of stuff. And, you know, stop stop being owned by what's out there and and start being awake to what you can do really what you can do for yourself. And that's, you know, one of the first ones I want to have on is Bob and his wife is I want to talk to them about homeschooling, breaking away from the education system, you know, and getting getting out to to what's to really what's out there because they understand that you, that the education system here at least is not beneficial to kids. Ugh,
1: it's so terrible. So. And we, we've, we've got a, we've got a little just science experiment in our own household with that, because as, as some of y'all will know, um, uh, I'm dealing with a custody. I'll be right back. Nonsense. And my oh. six-year-old is, um, is in public school. And so I can see, I can see cause we were homeschooling him, before he went into public school and he was operating at a first grade level of math, by you know, at like four and now he's, he can be he, like, he's basically at the same level. And he, you know, our, our three and four year olds are almost reading and our six year old, he can just now kind of piece together words and he's in first grade. Like, It's just crazy. It's crazy to think that this is the way to do it.
0: I don't care what the the mainstream establishment says. You cannot beat one-to-one teaching. It's no. It outclasses everything. When you're competing with 30 other students or 28 other students for attention and feedback and prompts to help you in your next step of learning, of course, you're going to go slower than everyone else.
1: Yep. You're vying your time for someone else's when when you're able to guide your own learning like like we kind of like whatever they excel at we kind of just throw more of that at them you know okay cool we you're you're working through this stuff really quickly so you know our kids advance at different things at different rates and it's like okay well this one is really good at math this one's really good at you know writing and cursive and you know spelling you know and we just kind of let them go in the direction that they're going you just got to let kids kind of go in the direction that they're gonna give they're gonna they're gonna figure it all out hey like you could do nothing you could be it has been proven time and time again with kids with garbage parents that end up successful that you can do nothing you can be the worst fucking parent in the world and your kid's gonna figure it out like That's just human nature. They're going to figure it out. And if they need to learn something, they will, if they need to learn it bad enough. That's human nature. Um, And so in any help you can give them the better, but I think the system has been set up to harm them intentionally and just kind of guide them down the wrong fucking path. It's crazy. Well, think about it before Sorry the, for the, the tangent.
0: That's right. Think about it before
1: mm-hmm. the Prussian model got brought in. Kids would wander around
0: the village or the town and they'd see an adult doing something that interests them. And then they just somehow become their apprentice. They'd see a guy right. showing a horse. I, that, that really interests me. I like horses. I want to get on board with this. They see someone going off hunting. I'm going to tag along. Like that's how roles were fulfilled by t- children. They'd see an interest, they'd tap into it, and they'd learn. Well, and There was generational,
1: ha- generational homes where, you know, you had two, three generations all living together and they all knew how to do different shit, or they were, you know, all blacksmiths. And so they were just always increasing their, their, their worth.
2: Yeah. So I think one thing I forgot to add to the dog had to pee and lo and behold, everybody happened to disappear. I don't know where they went. So I did take it, but it, I, I think I've had the, 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 the blessing if you want to call it that or whatever to i listen to a lot of other podcasts and i've realized the one big thing i think that's lacking in the podcast community is the next question of okay so what now okay so i know this i understand i understand all this what now because if you don't have a what now you get black filled real easily and you get fed up you get tired of it you get you know i just want to quit you get to the point where you're just like fuck all this you know kind of thing and it's More of a okay, so now what? What does knowing this mean? No matter, no matter what it is, right? Knowing when to stop,
1: too, right? Like, yeah, knowing when to stop, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, just knowing where to focus your energy and your time. Like, time is the only thing that you can't get back. Like, you once it's gone, it's gone, and you got to make the most of it while you got it, um, and prepare for anything that's coming your way. So you don't yeah. have to fucking live in really hard times. Um And so like on our show, feed the beauty that I, I do with my wife and some other people on the false reality check stream, we just talk about homesteading and how to get started. Cause we're all at different levels. And that's a, that's been another great thing about 2022 is coming together with like-minded people finally i mean like i finally found my people after you know 44 years on this stupid fucking realm um i finally found (laughs) like the people that i can get along with and like are like-minded and kind of on the same journey though but we're all in different different places and so we can all help each other out and it's it's rad. And that's, that is what's next. You know, I think that's a very valuable question is what's next. And you can kind of see that in, um, in our, you know, peers and what they're doing. A lot of us are, are homesteading in some form or fashion. You know, there's a ton of people that have chickens and goats and, you know, or growing vegetables you know, Drew, I know yeah. you don't have animals, but I know you're you're trying to kind of permaculture your yard a bit. Um Andy, our our buddy over in Deep Share, dude, that guy's garden is insane. Like that dude grows food, and <laughs> It's crazy. It's impressive. So um that's where we gotta focus our shit is just getting yeah. out of their getting off their spell, getting out of their realm, stop playing their game.
2: And it's being willing to help people too, right? Like I've got, we've got yeah. some friends here who they wanted to do it. They didn't know where to start because they've just got an apartment and they're like, well, I can't grow. You know? I'm like, look, you can grow spices. You can grow herbs, you know, you're able to grow carrots and potatoes and whatever. But I'll, And I, we ended up telling them like, look, I'll tell you what, I will trade you a dozen eggs every week for some, for some herbs and spices that you can grow in your kitchen. You know? And that, that was a way to get them just to start to see that, you know what? And I think that's what every, what people don't realize is they need to find somebody to be able to trade with, right? They need, like Bob said, they need to find their own community. They need to find their people. You may not be able to have chickens because you're in an apartment, but you know what? You can do something. You can add, right. you can make soap. You can make laundry detergent. You can make, you know, there are things that you can do, and then find somebody to trade with who can give you something for the
1: value of what you're doing. I think we're headed towards a time where skills are going to be valuable again. God, I hope like, so. It's like what Adam says,
0: right? Time, talent, and treasure. That's what everyone's yeah. going to be valuing. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's money isn't going to mean anything <laughs> anymore. Um, We've recently linked up with a lady that's got a chicken farm and um, the main reason we were drawn towards her is that she had on her, her little Craigslist ad or whatever it said, uh, you know, cash, some cash, check, or uh, barter, and I was like, "Contact her. Let's let's trade. Like, I can so trade I labor. Trade- I can trade. Like, and that's so what why we you did. Should trade my weed, cash, grass, or ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, nobody rides for free. That's right. Uh. <laughs> 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 that was always the rule on the boat." Uh. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, you just got to find the people that you can barter with that are already like-minded that, you know, you can figure shit out with because man, something's going to, something's about to give, Uh, something's going to give up. Society's about to be, I, I I think they're going to be fucked, but it's going to be a blip. Like it's going to, I don't think people understand how quick it's going to correct itself. Um, now what direction we go with that correction that's I think that's important, and I think uh it's gonna be important for people like us and just free minded people that see that government is garbage. They don't have to be all the way fucking down the goddamn rabbit hole like we are, but just you know I think everybody's kind of seeing that mass government is a problem like, and we need to move forward in a different way because mass government's never gonna it's never gonna benefit us the way that it's intended to you know it's always going to be corrupt it's always going to steal our money and we need to get back to communal living where it's it's small communities of of maybe even just thousands you know back to small town stuff where you know you have a blacksmith in town like i think we're heading towards simpler times i think this technocracy can only last so long they yeah, they make it seem in movies you. where that it can last forever, but I think it crashes really quick, and it just outgrows I had that so. talk with somebody not too
2: long ago, and they were talking about laws, and, well, what, and they brought up, like, what about pedophiles? I'm like, for all I care, that, I mean, I think it's wrong, but there could be a, a community that thinks pedophilia is okay 100 miles down the road, and that person can go there. They do it in my community. They get dealt with. They go to a community where they think that it's okay. That's on that community, but it's you know it's got to be everything's got to be community based, you know. Yeah. If you don't agree with the the laws that we set, or the I don't want to say laws, but the regulations, I guess that that the community I'm living in sets, go find another one that believes what
1: you believe. Well, and that's the way it was, and and communities were small enough and close enough together, like you didn't have to go very far. Like yeah. it, it's not like you were moving states; you were moving one well, that, community to another. That's
2: what. Who's that comedian that bought? 10,000 acres or whatever up outside of Idaho. Um Oh fucking the same thing. Uh, Owen Benjamin. Owen yeah, Benjamin. That's right. Yeah, he's he's doing the same exact thing. He's like, you know, set up communities within walking distance. If you don't want to live here, but you have a skill or a trade, help us build a barn, we'll feed you, we'll clothe you, we'll do whatever, and then we'll send you on your way to help build a barn at the next place. If you don't want to live, you know, you don't want to live here.
0: Do you know what it is? It's ultimate freedom requires ultimate responsibility and ultimate consequences. If you're the guy that's going to go into someone's house, someone's house and take their shit, you're going to get clapped.
1: Yeah. That's well, Thomas ultimate- Jefferson supposedly said it. He said, uh, freedom requires eternal vigilance. And like it, it, you have to constantly have a freedom mindset. And that's what they've been so capable of doing is deleting that freedom mindset in humans like it
2: yeah. has been
1: bred out of us but i think it's it, it's impossible to completely squash so it's still there and it's like festering it's about to fucking boil over like that thing's about to come to a head you know, I, Man, I think people it's, are gonna stand up
2: i think it's really i think it's inside all of us i think that's why TV shows like here in the States, I don't know if you guys have it in Australia, there's a there's a TV show, it's got Kevin Costner in it, it's called Yellowstone. Yeah, I love and it. It's about, should yeah, help. I love it too. And there's something intrinsic inside of all of us that when we watch that, we think, I want that. That is what I want. And that's why we love shows like that, because we know that that's what we should be doing. Where instead, we've got, you know, I've got a buddy in California, he's like, I drive to and from work every day and I see the same cars. I leave my parking lot. I see the same car. I drive into work. I see the same cars, you know, and it's just, it's monotonous. And it's like, it's just like nothing ever changes. And we've talked about the show Yellowstone. It's like, that's what I want. You know, there's something intrinsic inside, inside all of us that that is like, that is what we need. We're not supposed to be trapped inside a city.
1: No, it's so unnatural. It's so unnatural. Like, and I think it's just to steal our energy. Like that's all it is. We're supposed to be living in nature. Um, yeah. we're supposed to, you know, and, and take that for whatever ambiguity you want. Uh, you know, there's many levels of it. I mean, you can live, you know, I still like having trucks and, you know, internet and shit. So, <laughs> so there's a, I, I don't want to go live like the Amish, you know, I, I, something, you know, where we fold how the amish do things into how we do things some some middle ground there
2: because yeah, i, I think they, they the they've history almost history. got it figured okay.
1: out but you know a lot of the shit with the amish the only reason the amish don't drive cars is because they don't want to have they don't want to allow the government authority over them and so they've they've gone without them because without cars the government you know, that's one more thing that the government can't try to fuck with them on so yeah, they're just like fuck it, horse and buggies, bitches. And it's
2: it's a lot easier to fix a buggy than it is a car.
1: Yeah, especially the new so, ones.
2: Yeah, a couple two by I mean, fours, they, and you're good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Amish have it, figured it out, man. Is where it's they're doing it right. They get left the fuck alone, you know. Yeah. And then if you look at their rates of autism and and mental illness and things like that, now who's to say who's keeping these records right? But <laughs> you know, uh, apparently all of those things are lower. So, you know,
2: but yeah, well, it just goes to, I knows. mean, Bob, you know, Drew, I don't, I don't know how into you are, but you know, you go and you fix something, you feel better. There's just something about it. Like, you know, there's something in your house that needs to be fixed and you look at it and all of a sudden that pride kind of swells and you're like, dude, I just, I just did that, you know, it's and
0: recognizing your own self-worth and I always put it down to you, you can work in an office, you can work, in the city, and you might be mentally fatigued, but nothing beats the feeling of you've worked on your car and you've changed the transmission or you've mowed the lawns, something small like, you've mowed yeah. the lawns, you've redone your garden beds, you've de-weeded, you've brought your crops in. That is an amazing feeling in comparison yeah. to coming home of, oh, the boss was on my ass all day. and blah, blah, blah. It's so negative yeah. when you're in the matrix, when you're outside of it and you're on your own little homestead or your own home, that's where we're meant to be.
2: And there's something about about being out in the sun, whatever the sun is, but there's something about being out in the sun versus inside under those floodlights and under those, you know, those fucking halogen lights. Jesus Christ.
1: You suck the energy out of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all to disrupt things. If you notice um, light, light plays such a big part in the radio waves around us that I don't know if y'all have noticed the same phenomenon, but like during the day, if you're watching a show, you'll have to have it at a certain volume, you know, let's say 25. And at night that volume seems really fucking loud. And you have to cut that almost in half, you know, to, to have it not seem super loud. Yeah. And so I started noticing that and I'm like, man, that's gotta have something to do with the, the light waves interfering with the sound waves to where it diminishes the sound and you have to turn it up more because I'll turn something on, you know, during the, at night that was on during the day and I'm like, fuck, that is super loud. Like why was it even that loud? So.
2: Yeah, man, uh, every,
1: everything operates in waves. I
0: had a lesson, one of the last lessons of the year I was teaching reflections in artwork and I gave the background of what a reflection is. as a reflection of heat, light, and sound, and it operates in waves. And one of my really switched-on kids goes, what happens when the light waves from the lights in the room hit us? Do they bounce back? I'm like, they could bounce back, but who knows what it's doing to
1: us. <laughs> True story. Yep, they go into you. The invisible rainbow, right? Yep. Did I miss
2: it, Drew? Did you say what was up for you for
1: 2023? Um. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm, just, I'm probably just keep trying to tap away at my own podcast a bit. I've been all over the place on other people's shows, guest appearances, which is great. I really love that. Um, probably focus on something a bit more and, and try and reach out to people that I want to find out information about. Um, really hit the ground running with Bob and Andy and get Conspiracy Theatre off the ground and and get it moving because I think yeah, that's... For the- that's a gem and i think it's really going to
2: work out and yeah, for the record i hate you guys because i can't watch anything
1: the same way now <laughs> no it's fucking impossible dude like me seeing that thing in, on eight crazy nights i was just like yeah the fuck why can't i just watch something i just i just want to be something.
2: entertained just let me be entertained <laughs> I, watch like I need something. a switch just to turn it off
0: yeah you, you can't take the blindfolds off once it's gone it's
2: no, you can't put the toothpaste basket under the tube. <laughs> no, that's right.
0: <laughs> no, apart from that, um, yeah, that and working with Kaylee, I think that's going to go a long way with our community that I think it's an untapped resource that we've got a lot of people out there that are either leaving the matrix system of, of government schools or education in general. And there's people out there that need support and maybe people who are looking to get out need some support as well.
2: Yeah, and yep. it's nice you got a female doing it because I won't mention names, but there's one out there who I'm not the biggest fan of, you know. And it's it's nice that you have Kaylee because she's got a you know a wealth of knowledge and she knows how to share it. So
0: yeah, two very different perspectives. I think we um we work quite well as, as a co-host
2: together. Yeah, yeah. But she is a Fed. I so, <laughs> <do you laughs> mean that, keep that she's highly life.
1: she comes highly trained
2: highly highly <laughs> trained. <laughs> Maybe she's Russian. Maybe she's one of those, those swallows or whatever they call them.
1: She's Spetsnaz. Yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> something. I mean, it's just, it's all Kaylee's, just too perfect yeah, and convenient. It's Kaylee, it's Kaylee the KGB, not Kaylee the Fed. <laughs> Kaylee, oh, he- see, he- that's the trick. Yeah. She's like, yeah, 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 honey. I'm a Fed. She's <laughs> it's yeah. like, keep thinking that. Kaylee, can you field strip this
0: AK-47 for me? Duh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. we were talking about shooting guns and she was like, oh, I haven't shot a gun in a while. And I was like, have you not? <laughs> Agent Morgan? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you have shot them, right? Maybe in a training facility of some not, kind? Not since Quantico. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Me and Putin used to be.
1: <laughs> Just I haven't done this since I put people down in the gulags. Right. She'll be she'll be kind of pissy sometimes. And I'll be like, Is it because you're tired of this mission? Are you trying to get out of it? I like, love it every time you, you talk about you it, possibly like this, being a fed you look like. You don't like this safety. job anymore, do you? <laughs> yeah. Like she, she listening.
0: <laughs> she's always listening Bob that's the trick yeah, Bob's got right. one of those little,
2: he's got one of those little wands he goes over with everything to make sure there's no listening devices
0: all right kids we'll go to the shops as soon as I that's... debug the house well,
1: yeah. <laughs> no podcast till the garage is debugged
0: <laughs> what well, about you Bob you said that you were almost on the verge of burning out and you need that Christmas break do you have any plans for the <sighs> new
1: year and what you want to focus on yeah man I'm a I'm going to try to like I'm going to be focusing mostly on my little piece of land here trying to make it more sustainable um get some stuff built hopefully get a couple income streams going um and then try to get back into podcasting but I just want to do fun stuff like I, I'm kind of tired of all the bullshit like it's I'm just fed up with it like it's just I don't I don't need that negative shit in my life anymore and i'm just like man if you want to argue fucking piss off man i'm just not into it like, i'm over <laughs> it like not to be arrogant but like i know i'm right and i just don't feel like arguing about it anymore. Like, and so i think that's what burned me out was too many flat earth podcasts so i'm not gonna do that anymore um unless it's something really interesting unless somebody has something that i've never heard before i'm just not I'm just kind of over the whole flat earth topic like fuck dude, it's just too volatile it's just people people just go crazy even some of the people that are that are flat earthers they just they get all riled up like dude settle down like and that was me too you know I would too so I get it but I just got to the point like like I was annoying myself like jesus dude <laughs> fucking pump the brakes like cause settle down it's just fucking flat earth man and i think <laughs> what what really did it was talking to freaking joe and jen uh about it because they're just like fucking who cares like let's just talk about shit fucking make jokes and stuff <laughs> like, yeah i think you that's really that just up. the way to go you needed yeah. that you had you had two in
0: a row pretty much where oh, you were, God, you were set off something chronic and Those I think were... joe and jen leveled it out for you
1: yeah, dude, and those two back to back, that's what really did it. And then setting up the debate that didn't happen. Oh uh, yeah. Like I was looking forward to it. And then I just I realized that was just a big waste of time again. And I was just like, man, fuck it. Like I'm just that was the straw that broke the camel's back was trying to set up that debate because I wanted to put a nail in the coffin once and for all. Just like fucking here, we're done. And then it got stupid. And I was just like, fuck it, dude. This is pointless.
2: Um, yeah and so, that, that goes back to the now what right like okay this is yeah, like exactly you, but what good does it do me if i don't you know if right. i don't do anything about it i'm not going to convince you you're not going to convince me so now what
1: you know it's not advancing anybody anywhere you yeah know, if they're gonna if lie it, to
2: me about this you're gonna lie to me about everything else so let me grow my own food let me kill my own meat let me you know let me fill my know, own if, freezer and yeah i don't care and I just everybody don't care. else yeah like, I will say one thing about the end of 2022 and tw- and the start of 2023: is at least two years driving around. People seem to be a lot stupider. There seems to be a lot more dumb people on the road, and the more I get pissed off about them, the more and more they appear. So I don't know if that simulation just going, "Ha ha, ha fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> or if it's just real manifestation. Real oh come I, on, John.
0: We I, know I, that the science says that the vaccinated are safe for drivers. It's documented. Come on. That's the science. That's true. Dude. Well, they're
2: vaccinated <laughs> and wearing a mask in their car all by themselves, wearing gloves.
0: Heroes. Just biggest heroes yeah, I've ever seen. Heroes. That's I'm
2: gonna start looking at them. I'm gonna start looking at them as heroes. I thank you, Drew. That 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 is really gonna help. Start walking <laughs> up to them. Thank
0: you for your service
1: right you are so brave you wear your mask for me and i want to thank you You, for it you are so brave right now
0: fuck i've got to go off tangent but there was a a christmas carol in canada and they had this huge big group of carols like over 100 kids and they all wore masks
1: while singing christmas
0: carols you can't make it up
1: It's, it's just such clown world nonsense like it's all just such clown world nonsense. I just don't, and that's why I don't care to focus on it anymore. Like it's all just hilariously stupid. <laughs> like if you pay attention to politics, politics stupid, pop culture stupid. Like, like it's all just
3: fucking
1: mind-numbingly dumb, all of it. And so I just don't. I just. <laughs> even going into society, I don't even like going into fucking town and town is like, uh, you know, like four shacks <laughs> a, and a stop sign A stop sign. <laughs> and I, and I still don't like going and there's a dollar general there and that's where I go. So I don't have to go into the big, bigger town. Um, if I need like, we bread would. or something.
2: We but. went to a uh, we drove past the Dollar General. I don't know a couple of weeks ago. We went into this little town. It's only like 45 minutes from this little town called Snook. They've got a chili cook-off every year, which is fantastic. So, anyways, there there's like, there there are four guys who had pulled up and they're riding lawnmowers at the Dollar General. In that Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> like this is a, I was like look at the four guys who got DUIs. That's what that is. Four guys who got who got DUIs They got their cars impounded, so they're driving there.
1: I'm into right it. See, That's the kind of town you want to live in. That's where it's, it's just crazy. like...
2: The only place the, I like going is my feed store now. I like yeah. go to the feed store and stand there for an hour and just talking to people.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go it. to the hardware store in town. Um, and that's that's the only place I really like going. Yeah, That's the, the only thing store. nice
2: about Amazon is I don't have to deal with people. I can just order it online just have <laughs> to go search for it. Yep. Christmas presents done. So we've at the I'm big box huge big
0: box store near us, Bunnings, which is like your um home depot. And every time I go in there, it's like Ron Swanson. I know more than you. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, I
2: don't need your if help. I have Thank to you. go to Low if I have to go to like our Home Depot or I typically go to Lowe's, I always find the oldest guy there because he's gonna know what I need. If I find like the eighteen or nineteen year old kid who's working there, there's no clue what I'm talking about at all. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I think it's on rl sixteen. No, rl sixteen is electrical, and I need plumbing.
0: That'd actually be a really good social experiment. You go and you ask the old guys questions about like proper stuff, and you get the right answer. Then you go to the young ones and you ask them how to do TikToks and get a different type of advice from them, something that they're proficient in.
1: (laughs) Or just ask them a bullshit question, like
0: "Where's the left-handed hammer?"
1: Make something, yeah, make something ridiculous (laughs) up that sounds like it's right, like like i need fluid for my left-handed ratchet wrench
2: right do you, you, know guys sell blinker fluid for, you guys sell blinker fluid for my car <laughs> i need spots for the angle grinder. yeah my, my yeah. left blinker is
1: out you sell fluid just you just fuck with them and see what they do
2: either that or just ask them how to do so- like if i go to our our the box store like that I'll, and I need to make something I'll, I will find the old guy I'll be like, this is what I'm trying to make you guys don't sell it but I need to piece it together how do I do it and then I I should go ask the younger kids how to do that I'm like I need to piece this together how do I do it and then uh, what who
1: <laughs> I don't think they, they just here. call the older guy they just get on right. their freaking radio and be like hey uh, is Roy is available 65 can, and you older send, working? can you send Roy to aisle 16 please <laughs> this dude's asking <laughs> questions He's
2: asking questions. I thought your brain would be a lot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I thought your brain would be
0: bigger. So and this brings it <laughs> back to the point of everything we've been doing. We learn for a reason so we know what to do. <laughs>
1: Otherwise, no. you are radioing for Roy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's what that's what it comes down to. Uh to be self-sufficient, you don't have to do everything yourself. You just have to know enough to get by and have enough to be able to trade, you know, have enough skills and assets that you can barter with the people that do the things that you can't or won't, or don't have room to, or whatever, you know, just, and just, I mean, I advise everybody, just get as many skills as you can should. I'm I'm thinking about taking a part-time job as a carpenter. I mean, as a, as a cabinet builder uh, for this company that I saw, Just for the skill, just to hone my woodworking skill.
0: Oh, it's an addiction, man. You won't stop. That's the problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Woodwork is the best. Yeah. The people that I know that work with wood fucking adore it. I want to get to the point where I'm freaking making our silverware out of wood. I saw this dude on Instagram that like he made all all of the silverware that they use. He carved out of wood. All of it. Like really? That's that's you balance. know that that's where I got I got <laughs> to that no.
2: point. I got to the point about let's say I've been in Texas for thirteen years, so I guess about fifteen years ago, when we put our floor down, I have no clue how to do the trim carpentry for like the baseboards and stuff. And I called a guy who I knew who had done it for fifty years or whatever, and he came over and he put it together in like ten minutes. And I'm like, Okay, next time I do that, I need to ask somebody teach me teach me like don't just do it yeah you know teach show me how to do it i want to know how to do and that's why and i don't say this to like pat myself on the back but there's a lady who she's eighty, eighty 80 something down the way from us <laughs> it's my favorite person in the world right there <laughs> my favorite person in the world
1: she's pretty rad
2: <laughs> yeah
1: can you say We're hi a... oh. hi sweetie
2: hey pretty girl how are you <laughs>
1: everybody's coming to visit this is my daughter and see this is why podcasting doesn't get done it's because i go do all of this stuff
2: because you got more important stuff but what i was saying yeah. was down right down the road from us there's a lady who's 86 what's her husband name? passed Dad? away about a year and a half ago he fell in a ditch broke a hip you know <laughs> chasing his dog so she's all john, by herself and... what's your name what's my name john john what's my name <laughs> what, your what's name your is name john What's your name?
3: Mackenzie.
2: Mackenzie, <laughs> are you my favorite person, Mackenzie? Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I have three orders for my birthday.
1: <laughs> oh, Mackenzie,
3: oh,
0: in the best. Do you have a good Christmas, Mackenzie? Yeah. Yeah. Santa was good to you.
3: Yes.
2: Oh, fantastic! You Had a good Saturnalia. Mm, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: But we don't have any we don't have spinster.
2: You don't have what?
3: <laughs> we don't Spencer have here. We don't have oh, okay. any Spencer here.
2: Uh are your chickens. Yeah. Are your chickens good? Yeah. yeah. No. No? Which one? I'm confused. Yeah. No. Are the
1: chickens okay? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mackenzie,
0: Mackenzie did you, Mackenzie you try the veggie mite?
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or the
0: caramel
2: koalas? Did you eat the caramel koalas?
1: I think I think our oldest probably hit them. <laughs> <laughs> Story. So see,
3: this is Drew. He's the one that sent you those books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With the Mister. G- do you see the Mister. Gravy drawing? That's who did that.
2: She's the one. She speaks French, right? What is she speaking?
1: She she hasn't learned it in a while, or hasn't done it in a while. But she doesn't yeah, like to she, perform. Yeah, can you say? <laughs> you like to perform? Uh, can you say rainbow in French?
3: Rainbow in French is what is what is oh, rainbow in what French? Is pink in French. Rose. Good job. Rose. How about yeah. orange? Um. Do you know orange?
2: yeah. I don't know it either. That's okay. Hey. What about black?
3: What? What's black and
2: orange? No. 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 <laughs> what about? Hey, what were you? Do you remember what you wore for Halloween? What about free? Were you an Oompa Do Loompa? You what
3: you were for Halloween? What were you? Of, um. Oompa Loompa. Scooby Doo. You were an Oompa mm-hmm. Scooby Doo was last
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> what were you? An Oompa Loompa? Say Uba
3: Yeah. Can you say
2: it again? <laughs> <laughs> that right there yeah. is what made her my
1: favorite person. Bada wouldn't mountain her. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. yeah. You, my sweet girl. <laughs> are you supposed to be in bed?
3: What's, what i of sure was that?
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's a steamboat.
3: Yeah, those are steamboats. Yeah. Yeah, steam, it's in the She's that even... taking over. <laughs> near the...
1: That is a reindeer. Yeah. I
3: think they want to talk about the chickens. Like Mr. Red is very sleepy. The new chickens sleeping too.
1: Oh, they're oh, both like
0: sleeping. Sleeping. Oh wow. What color um, are your new chickens?
3: The...
1: What color are they?
3: Um, this one is black, backer mouth.
1: Selma, <laughs> Are that one's Selma. Those are, Those are the
3: puppies. Yeah.
1: How <laughs> <laughs> are your puppies?
3: <laughs> Oh, no, she's not. Thelma's not a chicken.
1: No, Thelma's not a chicken.
3: She's just a girl.
1: <laughs> she's just a girl.
3: and <laughs> a girl. Who's just a girl. They're both in the cage.
0: Oh. Yeah. Now I hear you didn't like your mum's haircut. You didn't like when mum got her haircut. You didn't
3: like do you
1: it. Like my haircut. Yeah. You, well, like
3: you do now? now. I want my hair black, just like Daddy.
1: No, No, my hair is not black, but but if you want to, you want to make your hair black? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just like like, a box. (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) kind of tanglish. Tanglish? (laughs) Yeah,
1: your hair is very tanglish. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, sweet girl all right
3: can you say bye to your friend? can you
1: say bye 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 see you next time all right i'll be say, inside say I'll, thanks I'll for come letting inside
0: you.
3: in a little bit okay
1: <laughs> all right baby girl
2: <sighs> that's <laughs> now that right there is what it's all about yep, yeah exactly
1: yeah that's all that really matters man at the end of the day and i, yeah, I just like teenagers once they become teenagers
2: bob it's different i got a 17 uh, year old oh different.
1: dude
2: i love my, them i don't like them
1: my 11 year old is like he's a pre-teenager <laughs> for sure right? and it's it is he's got mood swings and everything like yeah. i'm just like good god dude are you freaking 14 like my 17 <laughs> year old he We're was like 12 he, my
2: seventh year old he was like 12 He's he was he was crying for Actually he was just crying. I was like, Why are you crying? He's like, I don't know. And I realized his hormones. I'm like, We're changing everything you eat now. Everything. <laughs> everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. He's gonna be he's gonna be a wild one when he gets to be a little bit older. He's got a mouth on him, man, and I'm trying to correct it.
2: Yeah, not that his like, dad dude. does or anything.
1: No, not at no. all. Well, yeah. Apple yeah, yeah. doesn't
2: fall far from the tray, right? Do right. as
1: I say, not as I do, right? Like, <laughs> right. So, exactly. So now, uh, we nothing has worked. No punishments have worked. I don't spank my kids. I'm definitely not going to spank an 11 year old. Um, so, uh,
0: say so that's why you should so have held we, it off you should have held off on the flat earth thing for a while with him, like destroyed his reality. Like you did with me, you bastard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> That's but the ultimate it, punishment. The world is flat. But now we're just making him give us his money. We just started a, a <laughs> little jar that anytime I, we, we call him in or um he, and he, if we call his name to come, over or to do something and he doesn't say yes sir or yes ma'am or if he gets he if he talks back in any way he has to put money in the jar and uh it was only a a couple times today that he did it and then he he started realizing you know once i started taking his money from him he was like oh this is real like this is (laughs) <laughs> Finally figured out how to get to this particular kid because different things work for different kids, and nothing's really worked right. for my oldest. And but having him having to put physical money into my jar, he's Please. just like every time I was like Spencer, he's like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> like, <"That's> right? <laughs> Please, the first me. couple times he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, come here and make sure you bring fifty cents," <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and he's like, "Man." Be, after a couple times, man, he stopped saying, Yeah, <laughs> please tell me you call yourself the PRS, the Parental Revenue Service.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to stop doing I'm, that
2: because that's the way we are with our 17 our year old. You know, he got his license when he was 16 and he was good for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, he started speeding. And I've, dude, I, I am full on big brother. I've got an app that tells me how fast he's going at any time. So I'll call him, yeah. hey, you slow down, he'll come home. And I'm like, why are we doing eighty and a thirty-five? Well, dad, you were doing <laughs> eighty it. and a thirty-five yesterday. We were going, I'm like, Oh okay. Well, do as I do, do as I say, not as I do. But he got it, he got a couple of tickets within the span of like two weeks. I'm like, guess who's paying all of our insurance now? <laughs> you. You got a job, you're paying everything that went up. That was the that was the agreement. And man, he has been he's been driving a lot slower now lately because he realizes how expensive
1: it is to live. At a certain point, all you got to do is hit him in the wallet.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: That's Take what they do with those, Hit
2: him in the wallet.
1: Yeah, that's what the government does. We found him. Kaylee did. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. These are delicious. They got melted a little bit, I guess, in the plane ride. Yep. But they are still legit. They do not look like koalas, though. Probably because they melted a bit. Well, they they used, sp- like, yeah, yeah, they, they, it's <laughs>
3: just they, uh, yeah.
1: That's they, very look more like
2: the, they look more like the sloth <laughs> from Ice Age. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> Eyes are like over here. No, you. Can, it's just a chocolate form. It's like whatever the wrapper form is. I saw so it the melted on the, the
2: other night, and they were selling edibles that looked just like that. Chocolate, whatever. Dude, they were selling all kinds of stuff like Delta Eight, Delta Ten, Bud, and everything. I was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, oh, that stuff's just—it's stuff.
1: that for proves Bob, that table, it's what you say. That proves that the entire drug war is about profit. Oh, it has been That's that right In fact that I can go get something that looks exactly like weed, but it's legal. And does it has the exact same effect?
2: Yeah, it's just a different cannabinoid Or cannabinoid mm-hmm. or whatever they call it. It's so same, crazy.
0: Same thing with I love the, the government.
2: I think the government's fantastic. <laughs> I think they provide everything we need. <laughs> Johnny, you're in distress
3: blink twice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 John. John, uh, go to the secret location. <laughs> Use the safe word. <laughs> John's just like, I am not going to say anything bad about the government. No, nope, um, not at all. See, so yeah, see, that's my job.
2: Agree. Really, is just to get everybody on my podcast who says stuff bad about the government and just record them. That's all I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> so, so what's the, your what What's the name of your podcast? The Snitch Effect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> From my own to snitching,
1: <laughs> you're in the gulag, not me. John, the host That's of right snitching without stitches.
2: <laughs> your secret safe with me podcast. That's what it's going to be.
1: <laughs> Have uh, your website be dot .gov.
2: Right. <laughs> Not G it's gonna be not G-O-V dot G O V. Oh, we have Dude, to see I, if I can't that get over the fact doable. that you got those horns right behind your head. I know mm-hmm. people have talked about that before, but I freaking love that.
0: It's good, right?
2: Yeah. The Australian baphomet.
0: Say <laughs> there's it's one thing that shows I'm not really a part of the cabal because my podcast would be much bigger if I was. <laughs>
2: No, they just Maybe that's just it. the way it's they supposed know how to, to start be. Start small and make it Maybe. look like make <laughs> it look like it's big.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, and then you could just be like just tell them that if you were a fed that you'd have a bigger podcast. Right. You know, really that's fun. the whole
0: ploy. At the moment if we were to superimpose mine and Bob's faces on top of each other, we'd both look like the guy from the um the capital shaman dude with had the fairy yeah. with the horns, wouldn't we? I, oh yeah. I feel
2: what le- I kind of feel left out not being red-headed in this. When
3: not every red beard, a beard
2: or something. I feel left out. Or maybe I'm like Some just for I mean, men I'm that we could get you.
1: One. Yeah, it's never yeah, too late, late to die. of that dye in there. Put some turmeric in there I, maybe. The red dye
2: number 5, number 40 from my Swedish fish. <laughs> to <put it> <laughs> yeah, disrupt that stain. on your beard. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh <laughs>
0: All of a sudden well, his hair fell out. I don't know why. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a, I think it, is. it was a good little roundup, guys. Um
2: yeah.
0: lots of stuff happened That's this year. Good. Some good things, some downright terrible things. Bob's naturally having a great <laughs> break, because we just heard his wonderful daughter. And why wouldn't you take time off when you've got that at home all the time? Like if I disappear Absolutely. in the future, guys, it's either two things the feds got me or my wife and I had a baby. So if I disappear, that's why. Yep,
2: that's what you, if it's, it's one of it's those two all things, things. all comes down, down to, to family. You. If it's one of those yeah. two things, I hope the Fed gets you. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> see you in the fame camp, motherfucker. <laughs> right. you just
1: we'll we'll just see him on something else. We'll see him on a TV show about feds or something. That's him, the- officer. The- He's the one. <laughs> When the eyewitness program reveals itself. <laughs> it's true. He's in no, the eyewitness good, program. I
2: think, I think 2023's got... You know, I I have... I will say I have sensed this shift in the podcast realm, like the ones that I listen to, kind of the ones that you guys are all, you know, friends with or whatever. It seems to be people are kind of getting away from the conspiracy theories as as far as that goes more kind of into the... I don't want to say the what's what's next realm or okay, we understand that so what, but it seems to be different. Like it's not just conspiracy theories anymore. It's like we're right. trying to find out what's truth and what does that mean and where do I maybe where do I go from here? So that as far as twenty twenty three goes, I think that's kind of kind of promising. It everything's kind of seemed to kind of turn that corner
1: sort of thing. Well, I think we we're about to have a mass awakening. Where people realize that we have more control than we've been told, you know, where we realize it is kind of a a manifestation in even in in the most simplest terms. Yeah. All of the government's power is all mythical. If we all just tell them to fuck off, then they all have to fuck off. They have to. It Um, goes that way,
2: too, with, with the energy that people understand their body immense I think I've kind of seen that more than anything else is people kind of understand what like they're more important than they think they are or that they've been led to believe that they are able to do things more than what they think that they've been are you know are able to do or anything like that and that's been nice to see that people can say you know I'm able to I'm able to do this you know I'm able to either heal myself or just go more in depth in something like this or whatever it is
1: so yeah i'm seeing so many more uh young homestead people which makes yeah. me really freaking happy like really happy that homesteading and homeschooling is like the new thing yeah. yeah yeah that's what everybody's doing now they're moving out into the country now they're all getting fucking white houses with black trim Every yep. single fucking one of them. We Kaylee and I have a new slug bug game where we just say farmhouse <laughs> instead of slug bug because they're fucking everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. It's annoying, but it, it's at least people coming out, you know, even if it's fucking little, you know, TikTok fucking celebrities. They're getting out of the goddamn cities. Um, you know as funny people is. People are, are starting to realize that it's all trash.
2: It's my wife and I went to a Christmas party that actually on Christmas Day, and uh, people found out we raise we raise goats and we've got sheep and stuff and and honey and, and all that and they're like oh I'll give you one hundred twenty five dollars for your goats I was like I don't want your money what else you got and they had nothing else to say it was it was the funniest thing to see because I was like I don't I don't I don't want your money I don't want your cash what else I think what, what, Gart, do what do think? plural are worth one hundred twenty five dollars yeah. Yeah, because they they wanted, you know, it was a, I don't know if this is racist or not, but it was a Mexican, uh it was people from Mexico where where goat and sheep is a real big thing. And they're like, I'll give you $125 right now for your for your, for a goat. I'm like, I don't want your money. What else do you have? What do you have to trade me? Because your money, your money honestly doesn't do me any good with how, how much things are going up in, in price. I want something else. What do you have? They had nothing yep. else to trade me at all i'm like well you're not getting a goat then i'm sorry
0: how good is it going to be one day when we get into the system that's working the way we want it to where i need to offload half of my chickens because i've got too many and I go john you come to my house you work for a solid six hours with me help me out of jobs and you can have the chickens
1: yeah mm-hmm. i mean dude that's yeah. what I, I literally did that i helped an old lady at a chicken farm build a coop and she gave she paid us in chickens that looked rad, by the way, man. Kylie sent me a picture of it. Looked really good. Well done. Yeah, thanks, man. For a prototype where I didn't have all the right tools, it it turned yeah. out all right. It turned out all right. Was it a build so. as you go? Just
0: had a picture in your mind, and you kind of just put things together. Yep. Nice. Yeah,
1: I just kind of it was flood, like I kind of sketched something out, and was like, "All right, let's go." Like she gave me dimensions, and I just started. I just started throwing wood together. Um.
2: Yeah, that happened I had an no overall well. shape in my head. That was us as well. That lady I was saying earlier who her husband passed away, her her pump froze and burst. And the people who put her pump in was like, well, you really need a house like covering over it. So she was talking to me because she's right down the street. I was like, look, I'll build it for you. She's like, well, how much do you want for it? I said, no, look, you pay for the materials. And for my time, let me just come hunt on your land. Let me just come, come hunt where you're at. And that's all I need. And she said, OK, deal. And that's really what it's where it is, is like you know nope. I'm going to take my my 17 year old and a couple of his friends and have them help me so they can learn how to do it but I'm like I don't want your money your like money other than having to pay my mortgage and put fuel in my truck like other than that it's not really worth anything anymore to me like right. let me do yeah, something what's... else let me let me hunt on your land let me you know and I even told her I was like I'll fill your freezer you know, I've got enough tags out here to be able to shoot enough deer. Well, I can put some meat in your freezer and put them up put some of mine. And you know, you're 86 years old and you're all living by yourself. Let me let me help you.
1: Right. Yeah, dude. It's it's community shit. It's a uh, barter. That's that's gonna be the future. This shit's about the to problem. Be the, the
2: problem like, with bad. that is, though, I think not a lot of people. St- step up and say that they're doing it because they've been made to look like fools or people will argue with them and they just don't want the problem with it that's the only problem i see with it is people won't speak up because of you know two three years of people talking about how bad they are idiotic or you know oh you're a conspiracy theorist or which i don't know if we have time to get into it but the i did want to ask you guys the fact that the cia came out and admitted that they that they had JFK murdered and they were the ones who at that time said that that conspiracy theorists, like they coined that term conspiracy theorists. I just want to ask what you guys thought about that. The fact that that's come to light now that they're admitting to it.
1: Well, I mean, I think they've in a way been admitting to it for a long time. So like, I, I don't th- I think it's one of those things that they could admit that everybody just be like, yeah, all right, whatever. But they could so go see. We're admitting stuff, you know. So like, what are
2: they? What are they hiding when they're like, look over here, we're admitting it, so you don't look over here,
1: right? Yeah, who knows, man?
0: I don't know. They could be hiding the fact that maybe it wasn't the CIA and it was actually one of your biggest allies.
1: That could cause right. a lot
0: of anti-Semitic hate,
1: especially if it came out that it was Mossad. There's there was so much fuckery. I mean, it's it's hard to even know what to what to trust. Like, did any of that shit actually happen? Like, we're told stuff happens, yeah, but well,
0: we know there's like, political body doubles now. What's to say it wasn't a body double in the car that got capped and he just went and lived in the Bahamas the rest of?
1: Dude, the car. there was a there was something that I saw where he lived and they went to like he went to some. Private hospital. Like he actually got shot, and but he survived. And they went to some private hospital in like fucking Argentina or something like that. And uh, somebody had gotten like a picture of him or something. And Jackie O was like pushing him around in a wheelchair or some shit. Well, if you, listen to, if you listen to Crow,
2: if you listen to Crow 777, he gives a whole rundown as to why it didn't actually happen. Like, that JFK wasn't actually murdered, that it was a plan from like the 1400s. And it is, it's, it's very compelling. and It is very compelling to listen to his stuff as to why it didn't happen. Like there was a book that was written called the King and I don't remember what it was, but it was basically a playbook right out of this book.
1: Yeah. It was a ritual. Like this yeah. was it, like the, the reenactment of it or whatever it was all a ritual. Like, there's too much fuckery around it for it to, like, Like, was it a real assassination? Yeah, possibly. Was it all fake? Possibly. Well, now the Mandela effect shows the stuff like, that's even different with it.
0: Yeah, the so. number of car doors and states are different.
2: Yeah, where people are sitting and everything. What?
1: I haven't looked into oh, you, it in so yeah. long. Oh, yeah. I'll uh, I will text you about it, it in forever.
2: We've already been into this for an hour and forty minutes. I don't
1: know We have time to get, <laughs> yeah. no, time to get into it.
2: this. I'll text you about it. But it's it's,
1: it's right. crazy. Yeah, we'll have to do another episode about fucking JFK <laughs> because I love that entire <laughs> topic. Like I love everything about it. That was one of my that was one of my red pills. Was like man, the fucking one of the my early red pills. Even as like a I teenager, killed the
0: fucking president.
1: Yeah, even as a teenager, I was like, man, Oswald didn't kill anybody. Like, that was, that dude was a scapegoat. Like, I never believed, I never believed that some dude in a fucking book book suppository or whatever shot the president. Like, nah, man, that's not how that happened at all. Let's kill two birds of one
0: stone and we can have a JFK Oliver Stone film review. Ooh, I'm into it. Then we can just talk about that shit at the same time. Well, yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Bob's got to get back to his lovely family. John's got to stop talking because he'll keep going all
2: night. I'm being
0: Drew from your Missing the Point podcast, yeah, guys. Where I can will. we find you?
2: Go ahead, so, John. I'll go for okay, sure. Uh, you can't find me anywhere yet, um, but soon uh, on the Awakening podcast, uh, you'll find me wherever I guess uh, wherever I guess I put it out at, um, probably iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else and really what it's going to be is just kind of a way to get out of the system you know be able to find your way understand where you're at and the the road to be able to get out of there um and that's uh kind of my plan for for 2023 to be able to start that so as you listen to this especially those of you with podcasts expect an email or a message from me through instagram or whatever to say hey hop on my podcast let's talk about this and um let's figure out how to get out of it so
0: he is on Instagram, yeah. everyone. So go follow him, and you'll probably see all these episodes start to shop soon.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, Bob. How about you? Yeah, moral Bob hidden in plain sight on all your little podcasters and whatnot. Instagram is at the hidden pod and at spaces fake and gay because it is, and I can prove it. Um, <laughs> and that's it, man. I just. I'm going to try to start releasing some more shows. I'm, I'm, you know, doing this show is kind of popping my cherry back into being out here, but it's cold as fuck. So I don't know how much work I'm going to get done until it warms up, which is supposed to be like tomorrow. Um, yeah. supposed to be like 75 tomorrow <laughs> after being like freezing for, you know, a week. It's almost like um, it's J-O
0: engineering. Uh, Wow.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, that's where you can find me and, uh, yeah, check out our new show, too. Soon. Soon. Jesus. Hopefully we can finally get this freaking conspiracy theater, theater off the ground.
0: Yeah. Come on, Andy. Fingers
1: crossed. We're manifesting. <laughs> Make it happen. Come on.
0: All right, everybody. From me to you, have a happy, very fantastic new year, and we'll see you in 2023. See you, guys.